to today's episode of Musings with Jesus. My name is Shola. Thank you so much for joining me. Um, I hope all is well with you and yours. And I pray for God's divine mercy, His loving kindness and tender mercies, His peace, and that His purpose be fulfilled in all of our hearts and our lives. Now at this time, in Jesus' name, I pray that the oil of His anointing arise fresh upon each and every one of us and that He gives us fresh deal, fresh inspiration the challenges and opportunities that lie ahead of us and that in sin we will see very well clearly all that he needs us to see and in hearing we will hear him and that we will receive the grace to do all that he has commanded us in Jesus name and that we will be faithful children and we will walk worthy of him unto all blessing in Jesus name amen so thank you so much for joining me today um Today is a Friday. I, you know, I don't know what day you'll be listening on this because a lot of people listen, you know, afterwards. But the title for today is um, "Obedience is Better Than Sacrifice," and I think for a lot of us, we will know where that scripture is coming from. So, really, I just want to talk today about obedience because that particular scripture has always fascinated me. First Samuel fifteen twenty two, when Samuel went to the battle of the Amalekites, and God, I mean, when Saul went into the battle with the Amalekites and God had given him specific instructions about how he should go into the battle and he should destroy everything. And he didn't destroy everything but actually went ahead and kept some of the livestock. And when Samuel, the prophet of God, asked him why he disobeyed, he said it was because he wanted to offer those very good ox and cattle and everything to the Lord. And Samuel said to him, Behold, and Samuel said, Had the Lord as great delight in burnt offerings and sacrifices as in obeying the voice of the Lord, behold, to obey is better than sacrifice, and to hearken, in other words, to listen to him, is better than the fast of rams. This is a concept that has always amazed me because I think a lot of the times we are told that to sacrifice, to give things, you know, offerings, is one of the greatest things you can do. But God says that to obey him is far better than sacrifices, than offerings, than burnt offerings. He prefers the obedience. So let's use on that a bit this morning or today. And may the Lord help us to see and to hear him as he will have us do. In Jesus' name, amen. sacrifice and in first samuel 15 22 the headline scripture it goes further in verse 23 when samuel then went on i was now telling Saul that you know obedience to obey is better than sacrifice and to hearken than the fat of rams for rebellion against god is as the sin of witchcraft and stubbornness is as iniquity and idolatry is you know um, and stubbornness is as iniquity and idolatry and this is God more or less saying that that do is my way mindset is evil, is idolatry, it is self-love, it is self-worship. And the final verdict on Saul as of that time, which Samuel communicated to him by the Spirit, is that because you have rejected the word of the Lord, he has also rejected you from being king. So this was the beginning of Saul's problem with God, actually. And from then on, God began to look for someone else. And that was where David came into the picture. So Saul's problem with the Lord was disobedience. So, this musing, you know, and like I always say, these musings are my reflections about what 
is important to God, what the scripture tells us and the things that really God works on. And it really does appear that obedience is, I would say, it's like obedience seems to be very much the principal thing where God is concerned. Yesterday, we talked about um, the fact that um, in, in the kingdom of heaven, what was most important seems to be walking in love and walking in, in obedience. And that still on that thing, it seems, you know, when God says, how can you must hear and do my word? Anyway, let's just get into the scriptures. So John 14, 23, this is Jesus speaking. If a man love me, he will keep my words and my father will love him and we will come unto him and make our dwelling place with him. So you can imagine, he says, if you love me, in other words, if you say you love me, you will keep my words. If you are not keeping my words, then you don't love me. And that when me and the father see the person that loves us, and demonstrates his love by doing the things that we have said. Both of us will come onto that human being and make our dwelling place with him. And you know those people, we all know those people that God is dwelling with. You see the power of God in their lives. You see the way that God, you just wonder, you wonder why does God love this person more than any other person? So apparently, God loves those who love his word. So it starts with obedience, our attitude to the word of God is what determines the depth and the richness of the relationship that God has with us. Whether he's just somebody that our passes, or whether he just pops in every now and then, or whether he comes to make his dwelling place. Jesus said we will come and make our abode. Can you imagine? As if we will come and tabernacle with that person. We will live our... <laughs> no, in fact, I don't even know where to go. This is amazing. So James chapter 1 verse 22 says, this is Jesus saying, be ye doers of the word and not hearers only. Okay, sorry, this is James speaking to the church at that time. Saying, be ye doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving yourselves. And again, this is James very strongly in chapter 1 telling us about hear and do. He says, do not be hearers alone because he knows that even the person that does, he has to hear before he's able to do. So he says, do not be a hearer alone, deceiving yourself, but be a doer as well. For as by one man's disobedience many were made sinners, so by the obedience of one, that is Jesus, many shall be made righteous. So again, back to this theme of disobedience and obedience, it does appear that where God is concerned, obedience is important. I mean, in this scripture, this is Paul talking to the church in Rome, and he draws a comparison between the disobedience of Adam and how it led many people to sin and how the obedience of one man Jesus Christ how that made many people righteous and he led them to God so obedience will leads us to sin disobedience leads us, I mean obedience leads us to God and disobedience leads us to sin so it, it, it does appear that the you know the theme of obedience is a very very strong one to the Lord and I think again this is you know very much in line with the, the state of my mind and my heart and my spirit at this time which is very much in a returning and reconnecting with the Lord because it does make sense that if God is really our father he will want and, and he wants the things that are good for us he would want his children to obey him I mean that's the whole essence of coming to God really why would you you know be with God how would I be with God if I don't want to obey him and you know I, I it's, it's so funny that these are things that I have to remind myself that we have to remind ourselves because it just shows how far and and the scripture that, you know, when, when God says, 
in um, first Samuel that idolatry, I mean that um, stubbornness is as iniquity and idolatry. So that what he's saying there is that disobedience is a form of stubbornness, is a form of self-will, and it is is as sinful as it is sinful and it is as sinful as the sin of idolatry. Because what that means is that I have exalted my own life, my will, far above the will of God. I've exalted my words far above the words of God. I've exalted my thoughts and my ways of doing things far above the thoughts and the ways and the of, of, of God's way of doing things. And it means that in my life, I my way has become the highway, and my way has become my higher purpose. Therefore, I am an, I have made an idol of myself and of my own life. So obedience is better than sacrifice. Yes, I understand why God would say that. Because what does it cost me to give sacrifice and burnt offering? It doesn't take anything from me. And whatever it is I give, I can always take back. But obedience, you cannot. Obedience takes from you. It takes from me in a way that nothing else on this earth can take away. It takes away my plans, my own visions, my own way of doing things. You can't, you can't, those sort of things are not, these are intangible things. It takes away my focus. It's, it's the ultimate in worship. Because you sub- I, I would have to submit my mindset, my will, my sense of purpose, my reason for being, my waking moments, and the thoughts that I give my heart to. For me to obey God, I will have to submit all of that to Him. So it is a total submission that goes beyond any other thing that is natural. It is a very spiritual worship. Obedience is truly better than sacrifice, yes. I think I'm beginning to understand the spirit of that scripture far more even as I'm using on it right now. So Romans 8.14 says the sons of God are those who are led by his spirit. In other words, the people that as many as are led by the spirit of God, they are the sons of God. In other words, the people that God will eventually look at and say these are the sons of God. Well, you know what a son of God is? Not You know the Bible uses words very carefully. Some people will call them children of God. The person that he calls a son is somebody who has come into the inheritance. Somebody that is walking in the will of the Father. Somebody that is standing in the place of his son. He says there are those that are led by his spirit. Of course, for you to be led by the spirit, you are obeying the spirit now. For me to be led by the spirit, I must be obeying the spirit of God. He said, those are the sons though. So don't let us not deceive. I shouldn't deceive myself. As long as I am being led by myself, I'm being self-led, then I am not a son of God. Obedience is better than sacrifice. Joshua 1 verse 8. This is now New um, Old Testament. I have tried in this museum to stick a lot to New Testament because I think it's important for us, since we are New Testament believers, to really anchor things very strongly in the scriptures that we know were written expressly for those of us that received the blood of Jesus. Joshua 1 verse 8. This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth. But I have kept, um, I'm musing on some of the Old Testament ones, just so we know that anything that you see that was reinforced in the Old Covenant and also even expanded even more on the new covenant what i take from that is that that means it's very important to god and that is the core of who he is and obedience is one of those so even to the old testament church those that receive the law of moses this is what he said to them this book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth but you shall meditate in it day and night day and night every day and night so that you may observe you can see to do according to all that is written therein for then thou shalt make thy way prosperous 
and you shall have good success. It says, meditate upon it day and night so that you can observe to do what? To do, to do, observe to do, see to do, observe to do. Meanwhile, he told us, hearers of the word are not doers only. So the doing of the word, Jesus also talked about keeping the word, that my father and I will love such a person. It is important for to God that I keep his word, that I hear and do his word, that I obey him. For obedience is better than sacrifice. And it's not just God telling us to do something because he has not experienced it before. Because again, I think that was part of the problem that people, uh, creatures like Lucifer had. They felt that, ah, why should you be the one telling us things to do? So Jesus, God now to show the entire universe that I am not just a Lord that sits in heaven, lording my will over people and asking everybody to submit unto me because I am a high God. But for you to see that the reason why I ask you to obey is because I know that the words that I'm ask, submitting to you to obey are for your good, are for the good of the universe, for everybody. I will send my own son to come down. I myself will come down in the likeness of, of men. And I will humble myself. And that's exactly what Jesus did. He humbled himself and became obedient unto death. Even the death of the cross. That's what Philippians 2, 6 to 8 says. And Acts 5, so Jesus himself experienced obedience. The Bible tells us that he learned obedience through the things that he suffered. So if Jesus had to learn obedience, and it was important for God, for Jesus to walk that path of obedience, then who art thou, shall I, to think thou can do differently? Acts chapter 5.32 and um, this is um, one of the apostles speaking and he says and we are his witnesses of these things and so is also the Holy Ghost whom God hath given to them that obey him. The gift of the Holy Spirit is a gift of obedience which is why I think sometimes you know when we walk in disobedience we grieve the Holy Spirit and it actually becomes difficult for him to continue to walk in us because he is a gift of obedience. John chapter 2 verse 17 this is John speaking says he that does the will of God will abide forever in other words he that obeys God will abide forever the Bible talks in Ephesians chapter 2 verse 2 about the spirit that now walks in the children of disobedience and it tells us that those of us that were saved are now saved we should understand that we're not we should not walk according to the course of this world according to the prince of the power of the air the very spirit that now works in the children of disobedience. So the children of disobedience have been controlled by the prince of the power of the air. And I think that's the crux of why God wants us to obey him. Because disobedience, there is no, there is no you know, gray area, demilitarized zone, so as to speak, as they say it in warfare. You are either on the side, I am either on the side of good, or I am on the side of evil. So disobedience is pitching my tent firmly in the camp of the prince of this world. The spirit that works in the children of disobedience. That is the heart of the matter. Hebrews chapter 5 verse 9 says, And being made perfect, he, Jesus, became the author of eternal salvation unto all them that obey him. In fact, I found nothing less than 72 verses speaking directly on obedience and several more speaking indirectly to it. Obedience is better than sacrifice. Ephesians 5 verse 6, For this you know, that no immoral, no sexually immoral or covetous man or idolater has any inheritance in the kingdom of Christ and God. 
let no one deceive you with empty words. For because of these same things, the anger of God, the wrath of God comes upon the sons of disobedience. Yes, because obedience is better than sacrifice. So shall I obey the Lord. Keep his words. Do not be a hearer deceiving yourself. It is the doer that is best. The Lord says, if any man love me, and if he will keep my words, I and my father will love him as well. And we will come unto him and make our dwelling place with him. Father, please help me to love your words and to keep it so that you will come and make your dwelling place in me. I do not want to be led by the spirit of the prince of the power of the air. Neither do I want to be walking like the children of disobedience. Help me, Lord, to hear and to do your word. In Jesus' name.